0: Thank
1: I want to say thank you for joining Cardiff Global Ministries and Brother Carl Williams coming to you today giving God thanks and honor and praise let us go to a word
0: scripture let us go to
1: First King, first King on it, the 23rd verse. So King Solomon exceeded all the kings of the earth for riches and for wisdom. And all the earth sought to Solomon to hear his wisdom, which God had put in his heart. And they brought every man his present, vessels of silver, and vessels of gold, and garments, and armor, and spices, horses, and mules, at rate, year by year. I read to you, 1st King, 23rd. Verse through the 25th verse. Let the Lord have a blessing to the readers and the hearers of His Word. Let us go to the throne of grace. Father God, we thank you for this day, Lord. We thank you for being a mighty God that you are, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for last night, lying down. You touch us with you know, love. Starting us today's journey, Lord. So we'll be on time, Father. We we'll give you all praise, honor, and glory. Father, we thank you, Lord, for just being a great God that you are, Father. Blessing our families, our loved ones, wherever they may be, our sons and daughters, keep them safe, oh Lord. Those that are in school, colleges, bless them that they may be studious and follow your word. Father, we thank you, Lord, for just what you're about to do in our lives. Thank you for our homes, our businesses. Thank you for Carpet Globe Week Ministries. Thank you, Lord, for blessing us to continue on in God's Word. Thank you, Lord, for just being awesome that you are going to the hospitals, healing those that are sick, heal their bodies, the bereaved families, wherever they may be, touch them in a mighty way. Thank you, Lord, for those that are listening to your word, just those that are standing in need of prayer, need a roof over their head, Father, You with the homeless during this season, Lord, we thank you for what you are got to do in our lives, covering us with the blood of the man, Father, we thank you, Lord, for just being a great God that you are, continue to bless us, Lord, our businesses. This ministry. Father, we thank you, Lord. What you by doing in our lives, oh Lord. We praise your name. We lift up holy hands. These are all the blessings. Jesus' name the grace, we pray. Amen. 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 Without further ado, do me bring it to you? Dr. Kiki Michelle, Secretary Williams, as she come to you in her very own way. But the Lord has shared with heard to deliver to you at this time dr kiki michelle the return
2: praise god praise god praise god we are glad to be in the service of the lord we were glad when they said i was glad when they said let us go into the house of the lord today is not a sad song it's not a sad season we are in the land of the living and god is in charge We do understand that weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. And I praise God because he is joy. The joy that God gives, nobody can give it to you and they can't take it away. Hallelujah. I want to thank and praise God for being here and thank him for his many blessings and helping us um, to just walk upright before him and to follow his plan. Somebody say, not my will, but thine will be done. Hallelujah. Today, I want to invite your attention for a brief space and time to Psalms chapter 1 and verse 3. Psalms chapter 1 and verse 3. And he shall be.
0: No, that's not it. Wait a minute. That's not what I studied.
2: Psalm chapter one and verse three. And ye shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Today, I wanna talk from a thought of replanting, replanting. For those who are, Uh, into plants and sowing and reaping and gardening, Um, you do know that there's times where the original plant that uh, are the pot that your plant is or your seed or your fruit or your vegetable is, sometimes it outgrows its environment. And you know that this is a time that it's time for you to move that plant into a different pot. Because as it grows and it grows and it grows and it's flourishing, it loves the light, it loves the air, the space it's in, it loves the water and it's blooming. And then all of a sudden, you're seeing more and more leaves on the ground. You're seeing more and more um, uh, dead leaves in the plant. You're seeing that the plant itself is starting to droop and wilt. You're seeing that maybe it's not happy in its current environment and so you don't just sit there and let it linger in that space you actually get into another environment and most people who have a green thumb know that you have to replant so in today's subject I want to talk about being replanted there have been people who've been running for the Lord a mighty long time. And one thing about the enemy is he don't like people who love the Lord. He does not like the fact that you've chosen to worship, even to listen to this broadcast. He doesn't like the fact that you've chosen to live for God in your decisions when people are looking and when they're not looking. And when the enemy gets upset, he tries to get all his weak cronies to do his bidding and he's, he helps them to try to work against what God is doing. And so sometimes guess what, with that plant being in that environment, now the sun which it thrived and and loved all along, now it's too sunny. Or now the water that you've given it, oh now it's too wet. Or or now the air that you have had uh, this plant in is now congested. So the enemy will use forces like such when it's time for you to be elevated hallelujah where am I going with this you want to be replanted because sometimes you can't grow where you are you've reached a plateau of where you are Uh, that's why in school you go from grade to grade because if you were to sit there in the second grade for the next 20 years you're going to know more than the teacher or you're going to be disinterested in what is taught because that's very familiar to you you need to be able to keep growing from level to level and that's why you matriculate through your educational uh, endeavors same thing with being planted uh there's times and seasons for gardening and our farmers okay that you just can't plant certain things just because oh wow i feel like planting today you've got to consider the farmer's almanac you've got to consider Uh, What is the goings, you know, dates and times and seasons for certain seeds? Certain seeds will actually get out there and die if you plant them out of season. So we've got to understand that what God does is time based. It's, It's his will. It's his divine and efficacious will that we are seeking. And so when you are planted, God is going to take care of you. I'm telling you today, there are times when you will need to be replanted. I hear from people all the time that say, you know, I just had to get up and move. I went to another city, and wow, things started happening. Or guess what? I stopped my associations with this, that, and the other, and wow, things began to unfold for me. We have to understand that what God is doing, not a devil in hell can stop. What God has put into motion, nobody, no weapon can even prosper against it. No words can be spoken to try to hamper what God is doing. And so with our our scripture here, Psalms 1 and 3, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. What does that mean? That means he doesn't have to wait on somebody to come and feed. God is going to be. The nutrients and the resource he doesn't have to wait for uh, somebody to say you know always oh, too hot i'm not going down there to get to this plant to give it, its nutrients god is saying i'm going to provide a resource that you shall never walk again i'm going to provide the resources that you need so that you will never thirst again hallelujah God is saying, come unto me all ye that labor and are heavy, are burdened and heavy laden and I will give you rest. God is saying, I want to quench your thirst. Hallelujah. Just as he's saying in this same scripture, Psalms one and three, come over here where the table is spread and the feast of the Lord is going on. We've got to be planted by the rivers of the water. You've got to be anchored. You've got to make sure That you are sure with your footing. You've got to be sure that wherever you find yourself in life, that God is your anchor, that God is your source, that God is your resource. And, And see, when you have storms that come through, it seems like some of the biggest, strongest trees are the first ones to topple over because their roots were shallow. Because the force of the wind took them down. Now, you and I couldn't normally just go and push those trees down. But however, God knows how nature is and what the truth of every matter is. So guess what? A tree that looks like, oh, well, that's that's 100 years being here. It's going to be here another 100 years. And, and one little windstorm, boom, it topples over. Because we have to look at the fruit. We have to look at the root. What is going on with this tree? It might have short brittle roots. It might not have had enough nutrients in the water. It might not have been around an area that gave it what it needed to stay healthy. Yes, every single season it will grow and blossom and bloom and have the biggest green leaves and and it looks fine, but on the inside, nobody could see that it had withered away. And that's just what we need to understand that anything that God plants, anything that God replants, anything that God is doing and has done and is around and is moving, guess what? We've got to be just like the the tree planted by the rivers of water where we won't be moved. Hallelujah. But but honestly, there are times that you have to make sure you're getting into a Bible-based church. You have to get away from uh, things that look like holiness that's not. You have to get away from agendas that look like it's a right but it's wrong okay ask god for discernment okay and so why is this tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season so why are we upset and jealous and conniving when it seems like somebody else is getting their breakthrough before us when it seems like somebody else is every time i turn around you're getting a blessing why why does that bother us that people are being used and God is elevating them and they're being blessed to be a blessing to other people, why does that bother people? That is the seat of the enemy. Jealousy is not good. That is not of God. We have to make sure that our intentions are pure before God and I should celebrate my brother and sister as they are making achievements or God is moving in their behalf because God said in his, his word, my Bible, it says promotion comes from God. So uh, you've got to bear fruit of who you really are. We've got to understand that no hidden thing will always stay hidden. No deceitful thing will always provide deception. There is a time when the truth has to come out. Whether a person means to say it or not, whether a company means to post it or not, whether somebody means to spill the beans or not, the truth of what something is has to be unmasked and revealed. So why are you upset when people tell you what they really think? Why are you upset when you see the seed of the enemy all along? You've been feeding your enemy. My God. You've been going through with friends that are actually just surveillance cameras. My God. And so what we've got to understand is you have to bring forth fruit. I've not heard of a plant yet be able to tell the creator i don't feel like producing fruit uh you know i know it's time for me to have some buds and and some fruit and some and produce some vegetables but i don't like doing it right now if perchance a tree does not bring forth fruit the bible says it should be cast down okay so we can't sit here and fail to be who we are because there's death in that decision you can't tell God, I'm going to go for you, Lord, and all that you say, and for God, I live, for God, I die, and when it's convenient, oh, I don't feel like doing that no more, or oh, I this thing today. God is looking for soldiers who are equipped for the journey, whether they feel rested and ready or not, whether they feel like they're up for the battle or not, whether they're going through the trials of their own lives or not. You've got to show up and fight. We are soldiers in the army of God, hallelujah, and being in his army, you are going to know who's who, by the fruit that they bear. So we gotta understand, we're bringing forth fruit in our season. Uh, Just think of a whole bag of popcorn for those who actually eat popcorn. All those kernels are starting in at the same rate. They're all kernels. But once you put them under fire, they all begin, or heat, they all begin to pop when it's their turn. You don't put a bag of popcorn in a microwave and all of a sudden poof, They're all popped at the same time. They take turns popping. Some pop sooner than others. Some don't pop at all. But that doesn't change the fact of who they are. They are still within their season. We've got to operate in our season. We've got to operate in season, out of season. We've got to make sure that we're, we're really, really, really trying to make heaven our home. That no matter what come or what go, God is not surprised because he's already there. He sees it end from the beginning. Hallelujah. And so we've got to also understand that being planted, and see, I'm not just talking about any old pool of water. I'm not talking about, you know, just being somewhere where, oh, wow, that's near the water Let's plant trees there. I'm talking about being planted in God's house. Being planted in the, the under the umbrella of the ark of safety, being a child of God for real hallelujah and guess what not only will you bring forth fruit in your season see people I think forget the part of in your season, in his season you just think oh I'm supposed to bloom because that person bloomed. when you look at other people and their blessings it's easy to get your eyes off God who is the blessing giver and it's easy to start this dangerous path towards comparison instead of being thankful to God for where you are hallelujah and the path that you're on and where you're going, hallelujah. So he said, his leaf also shall not wither. When God does this thing right, and he does everything right, there's no failure in what it is that we are doing. The seeds and the gifts and the direction that God has for your life, as long as we stay connected to the source, which is he, God himself, and we're doing the things that we know are pleasing unto him guess what your leaves shall not wither my god so remember at the beginning of this conversation i was sharing how sometimes you have to replant because there are dead leaves within the pot right your thriving plant is no longer thriving like it used to god said your leaves shall not wither." hallelujah these are signs that yes i'm planted but I probably need to be replanted. Hallelujah. If, if I'm not, if the plant is not accepting water anymore, it's not accepting nutrients anymore. If the, the leaves are starting to, to wither, then that is a sign of replanting needed, okay? And whatsoever he do it shall prosper. So when you understand that God is the driver, he's going to make sure he provides for everything that is needed on this journey, he's gonna make sure that if you need to stop and take a break, you need water, you need to use a bathroom, you're hungry, whatever it is, you're tired. God is the driver of our entire journey and he is providing what we need. And as long as we are letting God drive, as long as we're letting God lead, hallelujah, whatever we shall do shall prosper. You know why? Because there is no failure in God and God has to, be in charge of your life in order for you to see the benefits of this scripture hallelujah, the benefits of living a holy life the benefits of saying God for you I'll live for God you for you I'll die but being able to say that you are meditating on the word of God day and night hallelujah how often are we picking up this Bible hallelujah the Bible says there's going to come a time when you can't have A Bible, you cannot have the word of God in your possession. Hallelujah! There will come a time when you can't speak about the goodness of the Lord and how great God is, and that Jesus and God is one. There will come a time when you won't be able to say, Well, turn to me, turn with me to the book of Psalms. There will come a time, and that time isn't that far off because we've actually opened up the doors of the church, and the enemy has come in and we've bound the saints. And the saints are sitting there bound. The saints are sitting there defeated and don't use the power that God has given them. And they're not even uh, seeking God like they used to. We're being entertained is why most churches have moved these handy dandy pulpit podiums. And now there are stages. We're doing performances now because you are there to be entertained. No, we used to be coming to church to get refilled, to get enough another Unction and some more ignition for the days and journeys ahead. We should be learning how to pray, how to fight in God's kingdom, how to lift up a standard, how to uh ask God for prayers of grace and mercy, how, how to live this thing called holy living. Hallelujah. And I understand the enemy don't want people to talk about things of this nature, but it's too bad. We we've we got to stop trying to paddle people and stop trying to not offend others. If you preach the word of God, if they're upset, then they're upset with God. And, and that has something to do with us. They've got to take that up with the Lord. It's so, so important for us to understand. In this time, the enemy has gotten more bolder and he's actually seeking to snuff out the church. Hallelujah. I didn't say he's speaking to kill you and your little dog and your cat and your rabbits and all. No, no, no. He's seeking to silence the church. The church, if you notice, of all the religions, the church that preaches Jesus is the only one that's being persecuted. Look at it. Look it up. When when jokes come across, there's mainly the jokes are on the church in Jesus. When there's some kind of meme made or some kind of uh, punchline, it's against the children of God. I don't hear very many things about All the thousands of religions that must tell me there's something to what we're doing. Hallelujah. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is assurance and being covered by the blood. Hallelujah. Blessed assurance. Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Hallelujah. Are we lining up? Hallelujah. God is saying, my blessings are here for you. You're turning a deaf ear. Why? Why are you deciding not to want to live for God? God said, you've been planted. Now I am going to replant you. Hallelujah. I'm going to give you a, a bigger uh, dish to live in. I'm going to give you better surroundings. Hallelujah. And just think about it. The material things that we acquire in life are just an act. They've passed away. They fade away. But what about your soul? That is all that you have. And the enemy has, has defeated people who not make God their choice. And they feel like this is heaven and they're more powerful than God. And they're more annoying and, 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 can, and can be slick and nasty. No, 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 no. God said, I am the Lord of Isaac, Jacob. And everybody else who've come before me, I do believe God is the God of all the greats in our Bible. Hallelujah. And guess what? He's not going to change all of those miracles. And what he's put into place for us as examples, we as followers of Christ can do the same thing. Do you believe? Yes, you have the power. You have the power of God working in you, so you are limitless. You are the victor. You will win. Hallelujah. We've got to be planted. Hallelujah. And so if you're looking and doing your own inventory and seeing there's things in your life that need to be updated, upgraded, changed, rearranged, God has said, I am here. I'm in the replanting business. Hallelujah. I can take where you are and place you where you belong, hallelujah. Because here's the thing, any time that God creates something, it grows. And once your environment doesn't doesn't allow you the opportunity to continue to grow, you will either wither if you don't move. It's a fact. Ask people who are good with plants and, and with their gardens. You must make a decision or you will be sorry. Hallelujah. And so God is saying, guess what? Replanted is where you need to be. Replanted, push to the next level. Place in his safety where you will never thirst again, where you will never look for your next. God said, I am your source. I am your provider. Hallelujah. And that's just it. People start off on the right path, and then they allow the enemy to talk to them through people around them, and guess what? They end up trying to figure out what happened. Where did I go wrong? God is saying, I'm in the replanting business, hallelujah. And so everything that God has given to you through prayer, through prophecy, through the plan that he had for your life from the very beginning of the world, hallelujah, God said, I'm doing a new thing, hallelujah, and I am doing it quickly. He said, because I'm coming quickly, hallelujah, hallelujah. So we've got to make sure that we are without spot or wrinkle and that we are willing to be replanted. Hallelujah. Because if you're replanted, that means, hallelujah, I have the master gardener looking out for my soul. See, there's times that you can be involved with a church, organization, a school, a relationship, a something. And then all of a sudden, beyond your knowledge, things go awry. God said, I will not have my child. Blind. I will not have you to be somewhere where I'm getting ready to strike judgment. So, yes, sometimes it's hard to leave an organization. Sometimes it's difficult to say, well, you know, I'm going to resign. But God said it's imperative that you agree to be a replanted. It's imperative that you follow the simple destruction, the simple instructions of being obedient. Hallelujah. Because if not, there will be sudden destruction. Hallelujah. God said, I have gotten tired of folks playing church. I've gotten tired of the Sunday morning charade and then we're living like demons all week through. God said, I've gotten tired because there are still a lost group of souls who need the truth. Hallelujah. And God just, he can't afford to have them lost because he's allowing them to come into our environments and we're not right. Hallelujah. God said, I am replanting in this season, but trust and believe you will not be hungry. You will not be thirsty. You won't enjoy anything but success. There won't be any proof of anything dead around you. See, sometimes you got to look around you. You might think, well, yeah, I'm okay. I'm all right. But look around you. I, I, is it proof of life around you or things with it? Hallelujah. God is saying in this season, I'm moving you. By my will and my command, be obedient and let me talk to you. Let me walk with you. Let me show you the way. God said, I will take the pieces of your life. I will take the pieces of your life and put it back together. Right in front of the enemy that tried to destroy you. Hallelujah. God is saying, in this season, you've got to watch as well as pray. You've got to be obedient. You've got to sacrifice yourself, your flesh. What does that mean? That means you've got to put yourself on a, a fast. You've got to get in here and say, Lord, what's thus saying the word of the Lord today? You've got to be in your prayer closet. You've got to pray. And then you can't just be asking God for, Lord, I need this and I need you to do this. We need to sometimes just listen and be humble and hear what thus saith the Lord. Hallelujah. Every plot and plan of the enemy has been reversed, destroyed, and sent back in the name of Jesus The enemies that you see today, hallelujah, you will see them no more. In the name of Jesus. My friend, my brother, my sister, please understand, we've got to be on the winning side. Hallelujah. Everybody likes to be rooting for the team that's winning. Rooting for the the person in the marathon who actually gets the gold. God is saying, I am the winning team. Come on over to the Lord's side. Hallelujah. We must all be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of our sins. There's no way around it. Hallelujah. You have to be fully immersed in water to be baptized in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And guess what? Your sins will be forgiven and you're going to be able to say, I live for God. And God's going to be able to say, that's my child. He's going to put his spirit and his mark of approval on you so that you can live a pure and holy and sold out life. That's his promises to us. And so what we've got to understand is that God is saying, in this season, you're going to see me move. And God wants you to be a part of the move of God. Hallelujah. And I remember I wrote a song of Move of God. And the gist of it is when you empty yourself, when you get out of the way, then God can move. Hallelujah. God can't move on your behalf. And take care of things because you're still holding on to stuff. You're still in the way. You're still planning. You still have your hand on it. God said, move out of the way. Let me leave. Let me make this right. Hallelujah. And it is so. You, my friend, if you don't know the Lord and the pardon of your sins, we must all be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of our sins so that we can receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is unto you, you and you. According to Acts 2.38, I would rather have and not need than to need and not have the blood covering of Acts 2.38. We must be born again. Brothers and sisters, women in God, children of God, please continue to take a look at our broadcast. Share it. Maybe you can encourage somebody else who's on the fence or encourage someone else to go ahead and, and make God their choice. But please take a look at our Instagram and Facebook pages, Carki Global, because what we're doing is we have now gotten another year of toys. God is so good. So we are actually going to be giving toys out again. This is our fifth year of being able to bless the people of God. Okay. You will need to show ID. You will need a good phone number and you will need a good email address. But we can actually get you that information if you go to the website, imkikimichelle.com forward slash Global and sign up. Use the sign up form at the bottom of the page, okay? And let us know what children's names are and their ages, okay? And if they're a boy or girl. We'll be reaching out to you. But today is, is more about giving than receiving, okay? That is where our blessings come from, from helping others. So today, please stay lifted, be in prayer, stay safe. There's a couple more environments coming around, and we want God to keep us happy and whole. And we just say, we are covering you in our prayers on behalf of Elder Carlisle Williams and myself, Dr. Kiki Singletary Williams. It is a pleasure, as always, to be able to stand with you and to make God Smile because we're doing what he asked us to do. Be blessed. American
1: Airlines has canceled hundreds more flights today following a weekend of delays and cancellations, including seven that were supposed to leave from Atlanta today. We are seeing a lot of disappointed faces.